0: Hey and welcome back to the You Thought Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the only sports topics that we have left. Uh, before we get into it, though, I do want to ask everyone how their quarantines are going.
1: Uh, I went into work today, so that was fun. When's the next <laughs> time you're going no to work, course. Lucas? Uh, tomorrow. I, oh, your I, thought, <laughs> I thought it was canceled. <laughs> no, they're still making us come in to get e-learning school ready, so... Aww. So, you know we'll see stock up on hand sanitizer that's all i'm saying it's none left i tried yeah it's <laughs> gone that clorox wipes
2: toilet paper don't even try it's out but yeah that's how my quarantine's <laughs> going
1: yeah the world has changed since we've all last spoken
0: yeah <laughs> yeah very much so bart Eden, how are your quarantines <laughs>
3: um i I haven't seen the sun in five days um i i don't remember what it's like to talk to a person face to face um it's it's going all right though
2: but that was the most conversation you've had yeah yeah (laughs) you're doing okay that was what you just said was you know not not nonsensical or anything like that so i I respect it yeah my quarantine's good a little lonely but you know that's that's how we all are. (laughs)
0: That's how the NBA is feeling. So Adam Silver decided to suspend the NBA season. Uh, Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell both tested positive. There was already a plan in place to play games without the fans in the arena. However, that quickly changed during, I think it was the Jazz Thunder game. I think that's who they were playing. Uh, Quickly changed after he became positive. And the story is still going on, so a lot of things can change. And by the time that this gets posted on Wednesday a whole different plan can come out for the NBA. But Aiden, what was your reaction to the story?
2: Uh, the first thing was, did not expect it. Uh, and in retrospect, I definitely should have. Uh, but I thought we still had some more time before anything shut down, anything like that. Uh, but for it to hit the NBA directly was, was pretty unexpected. I think in terms of what I saw happening was, you know, the, the pandemic getting worse throughout the country and the NBA shutting down as a result. Uh, whereas in this case, it hit the NBA, you know, was one of the first, you know, uh, significant targets of this. Uh, and it really made for kind of a shocking moment when you heard that Rudy Gobert had it, especially after he had so downplayed it earlier in the week. Uh, it really felt like some power from above was trying to get back at Rudy.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I do hope that it, it doesn't end up being serious enough. That we can't look back on the Rudy Gobert thing in in a year or two, and just I think it's absolutely hilarious that he was like rubbing the microphones and just completely like just throwing caution to the wind, and then he was the first one to get it. It's like yeah, like Aiden said, a weird kind of like power from above thing. But yeah, I agree. It was pretty crazy to hear the news, uh, but I definitely think it was the right call. I I guess I can I can say I'm kind of proud of Adam Silver for being so um, like so ahead of the curve and being so willing to do it right off the bat with with no hesitation yeah
2: and honestly looking back i think it was kind of naive of us to think that even when they were throwing out the possibility of playing without fans or anything it was naive to think that they could play such a physical game and do so without like putting themselves at risk or putting you know whoever had to be around at risk and and clearly there was risk given that i mean now what are there There are like seven or eight nba players who um are currently diagnosed and, and it doesn't seem like any of them are you know seeing serious symptoms especially given that they're they're all pretty young and healthy but uh clearly this was something that was needed to happen
1: yeah it was especially shocking today seeing
3: kevin durant as well yeah but, yeah. yeah wait I, I i missed this what happened with him
0: he got he's tested positive oh man He got. he's
3: next Bart really yeah. hasn't yeah. seen yeah. sunlight. If it happens yeah. to Kyrie, he's going to say it's not his fault. And,
0: you know, <laughs> know, say somehow it was on somebody else, the reason why he got it. You know, It was the
2: coach who they fired.
0: So I guess it really begs the question on, on what the NBA should do going forward. I mean, what do you think, Jared? What do you think that their first step is going forward?
4: It's definitely, I think it's definitely going to be a shortened season. They had... A lot of teams had like 17 or so games left. I say you just end the end the regular season and start the playoffs as soon as you can. So let's say they're looking at a June start. Um, I think that's the best way to do it. Uh, I've heard people say that they should do a play-in tournament for the 7th or 8th seed, which I think is ridiculous <laughs> You're because you're just saying the regular season doesn't matter um, and let's just do Such a playoff up. for the heck of it, um, I guess. <laughs> so that that's my stance on that. I think they should just start it with the current seeding. When, it, when it's safe to do so, obviously. Yeah, I'm inclined
1: to agree with Jared here, but I'll play devil's advocate on the <laughs> should they do a plan tournament for the 7th or 8th seed. It does kind of suck for a team like the Pelicans, who's, like, peaking at the right time. You don't get their full body of work. You don't see them with Zion the whole time. That There's a really high chance they would have gotten into the playoff, and because of circumstances literally no one could have foreseen, they can not get into the playoffs so i do see the logic in having a playing tournament for a team like that but ultimately i i don't think it's a good decision I'm, I'm with jared on this one i think from what i've heard within the next eight to ten weeks is when the quarantine really needs to lock down so first week in june or so maybe last week in may you start up the playoffs you just run it from there with the season
4: yeah and like just to keep going off of what you were saying, Lucas, like what what good does it do to have these seven and eight scenes do a play in to just get absolutely smashed by the one and two <laughs> seeds? like what's what's even really the point, you know? um i I think it's good though. I think it is good for the NBA to be playing games all the way into July and August. It'll be really nice for fans, especially the fans who like basketball and football, like the two most popular sports because that'll just lead right into the college football season. It'll make that time, like, pretty exciting, I think.
1: No, yeah, I agree. And, like, hopefully the Olympics will still be going on at that time, and that'll be sort of a really fun sports era where everything's starting up at once. You have, like, all the leagues starting up again. Yeah. And the Olympics is going on. Like, for now, it's rough dealing with no sports, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, especially because it might mean a better Sixers team. I think they could definitely benefit from the delay <laughs> and beaten <and> Simmons <laughs> and, beat and Simmons fully healthy for a playoff run. I mean, if they have to play a single game on the road, they'll lose. But I don't know, <laughs> your two superstars back and fully healthy could be nice.
0: I do want to push back a little bit about the the, the tournament idea. Okay, <laughs> let's say it does. It it goes a little bit uh, until Ju- June or July before they start, and they do a tournament for the eighth seed seventh and eighth seed um only the ninth and tenth seed should be able to compete for that i would agree with that and Mm -hmm. i mean at the end of the day the better team should win wouldn't it be more fun to watch the portland trailblazers get happy healthy they get dame and cj and um nurk back Mm -hmm. right and then they play the grizzlies or i don't even know who's in the seventh spot right now they play. they play one of the bucks who the Mavericks. The Mavs. They play the Mavs. The Bucks. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: They play the 7th seed, the Mavs for the 7th seed, or New Orleans or Sacramento, because all those guys are three games back, and then, like you said, I mean, they close the season for unforeseen reasons. It, it kind of sucks. I know in the East it's a lot less exciting because you're looking at the Wizards and the Hornets, who are both five and seven games back from that number eight spot alone. So it's kind of difficult. But, I mean, if we watch the Wizards get waxed in an in-season tournament (laughs) or uh, a play-in tournament, then so be it. But I think it'd be fun to watch at least to get a couple more games in before the playoff starts.
4: But how is it fair for the Mavericks to play the Blazers when they have a 10-game lead on them? That's not fair. It better be a a best-of-21 series. <laughs> I mean, they, they're the seventh seed. They didn't play well
0: enough to become a sixth or fifth seed. Oh my gosh. Isn't that isn't shouldn't that matter as well?
2: I don't know. I think the further we depart from the actual, you know, NBA season structure, the more illegitimate whatever actually ends up happening will feel. Yeah. You know, like even even if nothing has changed, whoever wins this, who wins the title this year, will have some kind of asterisk assuming that the season that. was was shortened a little or the playoffs were shortened a little or anything like that. So I think if we add yeah. the tournament on top of that, it just keeps compounding the fact that the season just I, feels like it doesn't, it's not real, you know?
0: I, I think it does kind of, like, I mean, if, if the Bucks or the Clippers or the Lakers win this year, I don't think we're going to look at it any differently considering this year or That's maybe fair. even like like if the Rockets won. But if they did like a, a play-in tournament and Portland becomes the eighth seed, and they play the Lakers and they beat the Lakers in the first round of the playoffs. I think then we would look at it a little differently, but mm. yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think it's going to be hard for the NBA to just go straight into the playoffs mm. and kind of continue on going forward. Even if they do have to start in June and July, which by the way, they are expecting a June and July start with no fans um, real quick mm. before we move on. I just want to kind of list out some notable cancellations that we had. So of course they canceled the NCAA tournament, There was also speculation on whether that was going to um, play without fans or not. The MLB canceled their spring training, and then they're delaying their regular season. And then, uh, of course, all the other tournaments went away, too, in the NCAA. Uh,
3: Don't forget the Euros got moved to 2021.
0: Right, in huge. The Euros. I mean, so disappointing
3: which is why I, I yeah that's you, you are very much in the minority on that one
1: <laughs> yeah I, it's a big deal but it means they'll get to the normal soccer seasons which is nice they won't have to just like cut those off at the end presumably I actually yeah, I assumed was, that was suddenly.
0: soccer I don't even know that was really soccer <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just going to
3: say Lucas you mentioned the Olympics earlier and I would be surprised actually if the Olympics still happen I agree. Given, yeah. given everything I that's been that's happening good. I so. think that's not going to happen Olympics with
1: no fans. <laughs> I don't know. They, they start like the last week in July, though. So, like, I could see it. Like, I, and they haven't said anything yet. Like, I don't know how likely it is, but yeah. who really knows? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. with that, um, we're going to be moving on to our short sort of sports stories for the week where we highlight something fun outside the normal realm of sports and just talk about it. So I'm up first. And I'm going to be talking about the way that sort of the NBA has stepped up uh, so to sort of take care of all the workers associated uh, with uh, their franchises across the country um, because of the coronavirus um, and teams not playing. A lot of the hourly workers who uh, work there in concession stands or in anything related to the team won't be getting paychecks for a while. So a bunch of NBA players and owners have co- sort of teamed up to just donate money to pay all their wages so they can... Um, sort of stay afloat during this whole crisis. Mark Cuban was the first one to do it, but since then Zion's done it. Uh, Giannis has done it. A bunch of other players whose names are too long to list have done it. I just think it's a really cool sign of like social solidarity amongst all of this, that like this is out of your control, like your livelihood is being taken away, but we're still going to support you anyway. So shout out all the people that have donated.
4: Yeah, it is a nice story in the NBA that um, people are taking care of each other. Definitely something we need. So, um, For my short story, I was expecting to give you guys an update on the first Formula One race of the year, um, which obviously did not happen, (laughs) but I am giving you Formula One news. I'm going to give you our Formula One story, I should say. Um, So after this is, I'm going to take you back to the 2008 Formula One season. The end of that season, the Honda Racing F1 team was up for sale. They had spent a lot of money on their team, over $200 million on their team, right? So they, they they were kind of running out of money, but they wanted to stay in Formula One. So they're looking for a bu- uh, a buyer. This guy Ross Braun, comes out of nowhere. Guess guess what he pays for the team? A single pound, and he acquires the team. All right. So so I now on that. <laughs> now they're renamed into Braun GP. Um, in the first race of the season, the 2009 Australian Grand Prix, the team took first and second, <laughs> and they started the race in first and second as well, which is just crazy. They went on to win the second race as well, and uh, had a bunch of bunch of success during the year. And in their in their first year, they won the team championship, and their driver won the drivers championship. They won eight out of the seventeen races, so it's crazy, right? They're on they're on top of the world. They're the they're the best team in Formula One, and they get sold to Mercedes Benz. So they have one year <laughs> they get sold to Mercedes Benz oh. for like a hundred something million dollars, right? So this guy makes a huge huge profit off of it. Um they won in their only season and yeah they they finished on top. The only Formula 1 team to have a 100% success rate.
3: <laughs> and to be a 100% corporate
4: sellouts.
3: Yeah, exactly.
4: Like <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine though you're one year you're one year in Formula 1, you buy the team for a pound and then you win the championship and just sell out. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, 100
1: million dollars. Is, is there a movie
3: about this cuz there should be. I know, yeah, there
4: really should be. I'll look it up later and let you guys. We've know. We've all got a lot of time on our hands. We could make one. If there isn't already, so. <laughs> anyway, back back to earth. Clearly, um, just hot <laughs> <caught> wheels cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, back to real life. Oh, uh, of course, with many sports being canceled, but we're gonna—it's time to speculate a little bit, do some hypotheticals. So we're gonna talk about which NBA players twenty-three and under are most likely to win a championship. So we got some notable names like Jason Tatum, Luka Doncic, Zion Williamson, Jean Morant, Karl-Anthony Towns, Devin Booker, (laughs) Trey Young. Which one of those guys or uh, your own pick is most likely to win a championship? So young guys. Um, I'm starting. My pick was Luka Doncic. The Mavericks have a proven record of winning with European stars. I don't need to mention uh, the name of Dirk Nowitzki. Um, there are seventh in the Western conference this year. So they're already a playoff team. They've improved since they've gotten Luca. I think Rick Carlisle is a pretty good coach as well. Mark Cuban's got a lot of money. They've got a lot of assets and, um, yes, they're, they're only seventh in the Western conference right now, but keep in mind that Dirk didn't win his championship until his 13th season. Um, though he had been to the finals earlier than that against the Heat um ironically actually (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. uh, and then beat the heat when they had lebron so um crazier things have been done i I think it's luca uh, of all the names that's who i think is the most like i don't see sorry no disrespect to you bart (laughs) and the in the timberwolves but i don't see carl anthony towns ever winning
3: no no disrespect taken i agree wholeheartedly
4: (laughs) (laughs) and same with the other names it's just uh they're good talents but i don't know if they're in the right market so
3: yeah, I mean, I I definitely I considered uh, Luca. I think that's a great pick. But for me, I actually think both of like the hot rookies this year, Ja and Zion, would be good choices. But for me, I think it's Zion just because, I mean, we've seen uh, – he hasn't played very many games. Quick aside, I still think he's rookie of the year. Kidding. Um, <laughs> but, we, I mean, we've seen he's, he's transcendent. He's going to be terrific. He's only going to get better. I think he's going to easily be capable of leading a team, even of, like – Middling players to to the finals, kind of like LeBron used to do all the time. I think he's bound to end up winning at least one. Um, but I, I, yeah, there are a lot of young, talented players, so I I can see somebody else beating him to it.
4: I have a question for you, real quick, Bart. Yes. How much How much of Zion's play, though, do you think is just straight athleticism and power as opposed to skill? Like, how long can that athleticism last? Either uh, age or injuries. I, look at lebron <laughs> I, but he has a I, but he's like i don't know not saying that zion's not skilled but LeBron no I, 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 I don't know
3: yeah but i don't know if you when lebron came into the league he was also yeah. not super skilled pretty raw yeah uh, I, I i am optimistic that zion will will be able to to like just grow a lot in a lot of those other mental and, and skill areas
0: okay. i would compare him to to ben simmons by the way uh, as far as like just <laughs> playing off of athletic ability yeah
1: but i think like a better version of ben simmons honestly. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs>
4: hopefully yeah.
1: Uh, hopefully yeah i mean simmons <laughs> is great but uh, i think zion has more just like the raw athleticism and not that i think he could ever like transition into like running the point like lebron does but i think i don't know he's got the
3: intangibles there he can at least sort of shoot a jump shot <laughs> yeah.
4: he'll at least take one yeah, yeah, right. That's a yeah. That's a big advantage.
2: Yeah, uh, but anyway, for my pick, uh, I think Zion's a tempting pick, but I'm going with Jason Tatum on this one. I feel like Jason Tatum is kind of the next iteration of Kawhi. He's a great two way player, uh, and he kind of showed that. I think it was about a month ago or so where he scored 39 points on Kawhi. Like, this is the guy who shows up big in important games, and I'm not sure whether him winning a championship will be soon whether it will be on the Celtics or on the Celtics a Celtics team that looks at all like the one we currently see as as good as that team is I just feel like he's too talented both on the offensive and defensive side of the ball uh to not win a championship at some point in his career he was easily an asset to every team whereas I feel like a lot of players that we considered you know Devin Booker Trey Young they're they're very ball heavy um and you know, require being the central focus, whereas I feel that Jason Tatum kind of fits on any team. Um, in terms of yeah, I also made a note about the fact that I think distinctly that Carl Anthony Town Carl uh, Anthony Towns will be the one to not win a championship. <laughs> uh, and you know, maybe he'll leave the Wolves and all of a sudden, you know, uh, start contending. But I just I do not see that one happening. He just does not have the he has the talent, but not the effort.
3: Oh,
1: yeah, and also the team around him is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> not ideal. Ever since
2: they lost Andrew Wiggins, you know, I don't know how they're going to recover from that. Right. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> no. Just, I
1: saw them play uh, a Lucaless Mavs team the other week, and they just got smoked. Like, Kristaps <laughs> had like forty. It was not a, not a good
0: showing from the Wolves. Yeah, that that sounds pretty depressing. Um, sounds like par but, for the course. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick, do you think any of these guys will ever be the best player in the league, like the face of the NBA? Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think Zion. Zion could be the face.
4: Yeah. I I think I think Luca and um, Tatum also have like a pretty good shot. I think Tatum has a chance of being the best player in the league, but maybe not yeah. the face of the league. Yeah, but
3: Trey Young also could be like a Steph-esque that yeah. star. Sure. True.
4: Do you think? I mean, I don't I
0: don't know if they play in the market. I think it's kind of I always thought the market talk was silly because they're in the NBA. But mm-hmm. I don't think you see a lot of Luka. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'd be hard for him to be a guy who'd be the face of the league.
4: Really? I disagree with that. I think I've seen we've seen ton of them, especially at the start of the year, the first yeah, half.
1: Yeah, and Giannis plays in Milwaukee, and Milwaukee's not, like, a huge market. They're also the best team in a lot the of league. Time. Yeah, but, I mean, if the Mavs work their way up, yeah. you never know. <laughs> like not to mention, Le- not to mention
4: LeBron played in Cleveland, and he's been the face of the league since he's been in That's there.
3: True. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, he was,
1: uh, yeah, but LeBron yeah. may
3: be uh, uh, like a like an exceptional case.
4: Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: he's he's one of one, you know, kind of compared. He came out of high school and all that. Maybe, maybe Zion, I could see Zion, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I
3: just think with the, with the internet and the social media getting ever more popular, I think the market is a little bit less yeah. important yeah, I'm for for a player. If you have a good team. Grand. Yeah,
2: yeah. It seems like that can't be enough at this point uh but anyway our next segment uh we're gonna talk about bandwagons that we're hopping on so things that we think are are trending upwards that we buy stock in uh or bandwagons (laughs) that we're hopping off so things we think that are trending downward as of this moment uh so Wyatt we're gonna start with you what are some some bad bandwagons that you're on and that you're off
0: so I I don't know if I should change this one after kind of everything that happened today, (laughs) but (laughs) this, this is, this is a long-term play. I'm going to hop on the Jameis Winston bandwagon.
4: (laughs) So so
0: it sounds like every quarterback got signed today and Tom Brady signed with the, with the Patriots. And we'll, we'll talk more about that in the next segment, but, or sorry, not with the Patriots, with the, with the the Buccaneers. He left the Patriots (laughs) and went to the Buccaneers. So, I mean, Jameis Winston could still be the starting quarterback of the Patriots. I'm still calling that. Uh, but there's actually the reason I put this on there is because there was a video of him working out. And I was like, he got LASIKs, He's working out. He's on he's to something. He's moving up in this world. Hey, maybe he's the next Jimmy G. Maybe he's he the looks, next Jimmy yeah. G. I was, th- you know, uh, who am I thinking of? Ryan Tannehill. He'll be Ryan Tannehill. He'll get a one-year yeah. deal, prove it behind, like, Mitch Trubisky in Chicago. And then all of a sudden... He's their guy, so I'm also hopping on the bandwagon of Iona basketball, which they hired Rick Pitino uh, recently after his NCAA scandal, and I actually think that that he has to clear some stuff before he can actually become the head coach. So he may or may <laughs> yeah. not he may or may not uh, actually be the head coach coming here soon. But Iona basketball, and then I'm hopping off the Los Angeles Rams. I kind of forgot why I put the Rams on here, but I don't think that they're going up. So um, they're far from their Super Bowl run. Oh, they're they're going to trade Todd Gurley, is what the speculation is. Oh, so they're kind of yeah. they're kind of they kind of screwed themselves going all in for a championship. So I'm off of it. Yeah. I'm get out of here, L.A. I've,
2: yeah, I feel like the fact that you forgot about it is pretty. I don't know. Says enough about yeah. <laughs> what you think yeah. about the Rams at this point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs>
4: What are you hopping yes. on the Iona basketball bandwagon because you're a booster or like is there something <laughs> is there something <laughs> illegal going good? on there? Is he an inside <laughs> info? How much do they pay you to say that? Right? <laughs>
0: yeah, Rick, Rick, Rick got me to say that.
4: Yeah. Um. All right. Where well, even some... is
0: Iona? New York. So oh, phew.
4: who knows that? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> New Yorkers. Aiden and Lucas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right well i'm going to hop on the cam newton bandwagon there's a really weird tweet that the Panthers is kind of looked weird to me that the panthers yeah. were like we're letting cam newton request a trade um <laughs> and i guess cam newton was furious about that understandably so apparently
1: cam newton like did not have any say in this yeah like, which is
4: uh, it's just a weird move i don't know um I think a change of scenery could help him out. I saw a, real, a lot of really interesting destinations he could go. Um, the Patriots were one. Um, the Bears, I think, would be a good one for him as well. Um, somebody said the Redskins, which I thought was funny because, like, everybody just talking about who's going to replace Dwayne Haskins in Washington. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think Cam Newton still has got some good football left in him. I think somewhere like the if he went to the Patriots, that would be really good for him, I think. Um, Did you –
0: did you see the the caption or the comment that he wrote on that Instagram post? Yeah. You see the way he types. How could you hop on his bandwagon oh, when he yeah. types messages like that?
3: I I, like, yeah. I had a seizure reading that. I can't
0: I can't do it. I, I I was almost gonna write I'm gonna hop off of his bandwagon in my notes when I saw his his comment on the Panthers thing.
4: Yeah, it was kind of weird. It was it was weird all around. Um, I, and then I'm gonna be pulling a Hammy because I'm jumping off too many bandwagons, but. Uh, I'm jumping off the beach bodies bandwagon because all all the gyms are going to be closed. I don't know how these players, I don't know how these players are going to be working out. You know, like there's not going to be very great beach bodies well, this summer. I they think they probably
3: most of them probably have a gym in their own apartment or house. Yeah, true. Yeah for the rest of us though I
1: worry worry about myself and yes you Lucas that our beach (laughs) bodies will suffer (laughs) I went on a run today it was 38 degrees I was miserable that's where we're at (laughs) killing it yeah. (laughs) but
2: for my bandwagons I'm going to start with uh, the bandwagon I'm jumping off and that is uh, real estate market watchers (laughs) and I I hate to say this (laughs) 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 <laughs> I fell for this. I was, you know, sources told me that Philip Rivers bought a house in Florida. And, oh. I, you know, oh. <laughs> I thought he'd be playing in Florida. I thought he'd be the new quarterback of the Tampa Bay Bucks, And, you know, they may have picked another super old quarterback, but uh, it, was, <laughs> it was not Philip Rivers. It was not to be. Uh, and instead, Rivers will be commuting every morning uh to indianapolis <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and i i regret that i fell for this trap <laughs> so anyway no longer on that bandwagon uh but the bandwagon i am jumping on is espn classic um and that's because every sports channel is now going to be espn classic
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> the over the weekend's Uh, The NBC Sports Network was supposed to show a Premier League match. They ended up showing one from earlier in the season. CBS ran the Big Ten's uh, conference championship from 2018 and 2019 over the weekend instead of the actual (laughs) one. I guess hoping that some people, you know, hadn't heard the news yet. You know, just like, oh, Mo Wagner is guarding Jaron Jackson Jr. Like, I I thought they graduated. No. Um, so anyway, I say that I'm jumping on this bandwagon. I say that we pick some any random season from the past uh, for each sport and just show that entire season going forward. So I hereby nominate the 1973 NBA basketball season. No one remembers what happens. It'll be interesting to watch. I'm picking that one totally at random. I don't know who wins. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, there- I'm I'm saying, you know, that we'll just act like we've never seen it before because we haven't, and uh, it'll, it'll be mm-hmm. entertaining.
0: There are a lot of cries for ESPN to release that uh, Michael Jordan documentary. Yes. <laughs> the, like, six-parter.
4: Yeah, yeah, right. Your favorite, Jared, right? The one I ranted about earlier.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll put in a request, too,
1: for the 2007 college football season because yes. that is my favorite thing to talk about, so... <laughs> one Agreed, one thing yeah. i just want to throw that, in there
4: aiden the <laughs> 1973 nba mvp was dave cohen's if you've ever heard of him, Obviously. raise your hand yes you know you know we all have
2: the top three it's it's some order of michael jordan lebron and dave and cohen, dave cohen. It's, yeah, you know, yeah it's, know, it's, it's, it's what, kind of up in the air order.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> is is that the year the sixers also only won nine games Probably, because... Oh, I, I mean it's most years. so... You know. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Lucas, you,
3: you asked that as though we have like in our memory every team's okay. record. Oh, the
1: Sixers that year. <laughs> yes, that is oh, that is the year. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I, according to Wikipedia,
3: I am right. So. <laughs> okay, so it's just you. Oh, uh, what. No, I saw good a work, funny tweet work. that was like, what if, what if the NBA just like didn't air and didn't let fans into like one game each season so that they had a stockpile now of games that nobody <laughs> knew had happened. Yeah. And then they could just air those. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, um, no. my bandwagon that I am jumping off of is the bandwagon of, of athletes being loyal to their teams. Uh, I mean, I, I guess this goes for a lot of sports, but, uh, I think recent NFL moves have driven this point home for me. Um, like DeAndre Hopkins getting traded for, for a chump change. It's comical. <laughs> the Texans, like, I mean, he, he's an icon in Houston and they just traded him away. Traded him away. Absolutely. Suddenly. Uh, I thought at least um, uh, like Tom Brady leaving New England you know what you do you Tom you you deserve to be happy you've you've done some great things with New England and there's no reason to feel like you have to stay there um, just because that's where you've been all, all the while so I think people who say uh, you know like be loyal to your team it's it's kind of funny um, and unwarranted the bandwagon that I'm jumping onto, Uh, that we have seen a lot of now that everybody's quarantined is athletes as gamers. Uh, I love it. I love I love the the trash talk and the and the uh, clout that they're getting on social media. Like I saw one guy, he, he, he got raided in Clash of Clans by Damian Lillard, and he <laughs> tweeted about it. And he was like he was like, "Dang, like this this quarantine's really got you guys like playing hard now or something like that." And Damian Lillard just quote tweeted it like LMAO. <laughs> so it's like I just like the interac- interactions that that's leading to and, and the fact that athletes apparently are not interested in anything else but gaming now <laughs> yeah um
1: the bracket i'm jumping on first is the al- or the bandwagon <laughs> i'm jumping on first is the alternative brackets bandwagon circulating around twitter the last couple of days have been people making brackets out of random things like the office episodes me and one of my roommates are watching through the entire office episodes bracket and picking episode by episode like songs from artists I think it's a fun way, since we don't get to have March Madness this year to pass the time. Also, controversially, hopping on the New England Patriots bandwagon,
4: mm.
1: I think, honestly going forward, if they can get a good younger quarterback like a Cam Newton, as we've discussed before, like I think they could honestly be better than last year. Like I don't know, at this point, how big of a contribution Tom Brady was, yeah. necessarily, to the team's success at 43, and if they get someone even marginally better, I think they could be really good. So they're underdogs? Keep they're up underdog. the... Yeah. <laughs> I think so. You know. Yeah, or, I, I, and if the, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
3: I, I was just. I saw something that that was like. It's kind of weird, but now Tom Brady versus Bill Belichick is going to be like a kind of a rivalry almost. So definitely, yeah. They they're like trying to beat what they were.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if they suck, then they get Trevor Lawrence next year. So I don't know. <laughs> they will not be that bad. Yeah. <laughs> not with yeah. Bill Belichick coaching. Yeah. Yeah, and then bandwagon, I'm jumping off, is the Bill O'Brien bandwagon. Bart had alluded to it earlier, but, like, they traded away one of their best players for nothing. Like, that was just a, a bad trade. Yeah. He apparently was the driving force behind it. He, they traded away Javion Clowney and Hopkins in back-to-back seasons, which is not a great look. And they got know. zero first-round yeah, picks. Yeah, zero first-round, teams, first-round picks for yes. Yeah, the, the Vikings got more for Stefan Diggs, which I'll love, but, like, I think Hopkins is a better receiver. <laughs> I think yeah. most people would
3: agree.
0: <laughs> right, not a hot take. <laughs> not a hot, <laughs> hot take, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, let, I mean, let's do a, a deep dive into free agency. So, it, despite the coronavirus, the league year continued as planned. I don't really understand what the the legal tampering window is yeah. between now, because technically the year, league year doesn't start until tomorrow, the 18th, right? But the, the legal tampering window is the 16th, but everybody's already signed to these deals. <laughs> so whatever, right? But we're going to go through some of the biggest winners <laughs> and losers of free agency so far. So I'm going to start us off. Um, one of my biggest winners are the graphic designers who do the jersey swap <laughs> photos. They're, they, I mean, they're on... They're Mitch. they're working max, max hours to get these Jersey swap photos are out, and plus we're all quarantined, so everybody's working from home. So I mean, mm-hmm. this is this is a good time to get those done. <laughs> um, I also said Gmail is a big winner because everyone will get emailed a PDF version of their contract. <laughs> nobody nobody's meeting in person anymore um baker mayfield's actually a big winner especially this includes the new head coaching change but they added austin hooper to a 44 million dollar deal and austin hooper was one of the better tight ends in the league um the bills and the dolphins are big winners today because tom brady left and not only did that happen but they also added some pieces and of course the dolphins spared no expense and uh I, i gotta recheck the twitter poll here But we did do a Twitter poll from the You Thought um, podcast Twitter. And I believe, let me pull it up here. So (laughs) there were 30 votes and zero people voted for the Jets. To win that division,
2: I never <laughs> locked down. I apologize, yeah, yeah. Aiden. I have, what do you have I to say have for your team? Yeah, I think they still have a shot at Tom Brady. I think.
0: That's, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna happen. It's not official yet. It's not official. <laughs> yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> so one of my losers is actually Tom Brady for today. I don't think going to the Buccaneers is a great move, and I think no, it's also kind of. Weird and maybe a little embarrassing that like the Chargers didn't really push for him. Yeah. I know that they're making there was a strong push, but I mean, how much were they really willing to give up? Of course, like the other better football fits, and the Colts and the Titans decided to go with other quarterbacks. Patriots said they don't want him. I think it's a it's a worse look than what it seems. I don't think that Tom Brady being a free agent was like there were fifteen teams that would just give up their quarterback for him.
4: Yeah. yeah
0: i think it's a bad luck um oh philip rivers is a big loser and i should have done this in the during the bandwagons but they say you're not supposed to get in groups of 10 and over and he has nine kids <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> wait he has nine he has kids? nine kids yeah so his entire yeah, family is 11 like... people i think his ninth kid is pretty pretty young I think it was within the last year, but I mean, he's pretty young. Like, how does he? They can't. Yeah, so they can't all have dinner at the same time. And uh, (laughs) I'm actually me. I'm one of the biggest losers for today, as I'm a Giants fan, and I get to watch all of the cool free agents get signed everywhere else. And we're picking up Blake (laughs) Martinez. Which, no disrespect to Blake Martinez, but like that's one of the only big names that we have in the last two days. Did someone say big name? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> like biggest name he's not that big anyway
1: um yeah so i'll start off with my losers instead of my winners just take the tone down a little bit um i'm gonna start with mitch trubisky um we talked in previous podcasts about how the bears really need to like move on from mitch trubisky he hasn't really proven himself in the past uh few years that he's been there Um, And apparently the Bears have been exploring options to trade for either Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. (laughs) And not that those are names that will, like, set the world alight, but I think it's a bad sign for their thought of, like, quarterback future that they think Nick Foles or Andy Dalton at this point in their careers might be a better option than Mitch Trubisky. I don't think it spells good things for his future Mm -hmm. uh, in Chicago, so I'm going to mark him down as a big loser so far. Although Nick Foles is great, but... Led the Eagles to a Super Bowl, but at this point, I don't know how much he has to offer. Um, speaking of the Eagles, too, I'm going to put them down as a big loser for today. They let Malcolm Jenkins walk, who had sort of been like the heart and soul of that team for the past couple of years, especially on defense, mm-hmm. um, and one of my favorite players. So sad to see him go. Seems like he still had more to give, but it is what it is. And then my other loser is something we've discussed before, too, is the Texans. Like, they just seem to have no real good decision-making strategy. (laughs) Like, I I have no idea what they're doing, especially because I think DeAndre Hopkins is much more valuable to your team than any running back would be. Yeah. Even even one who's been as good as David Johnson. He's not good. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's really not (laughs) even that good. And you take an elites.
3: Oh, go ahead. No, I was just just saying he, he used to be, but he definitely fell off. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I don't know They're not doing great But on the flip side of that, one of my winners is the Cardinals They got DeAndre Hopkins at a highway robbery price Plus, um, having Larry Fitzgerald, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler Murray, and Kenyon Drake together on offense next year Has the potential to be really, really good and explosive Especially with uh, hotshot Cliff Kingsbury coaching the team and his offensive (laughs) mind. So I could see that going very well and my other big winner for today is Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> um, he's finally, like, sort of, I think, recovered his spot um, with everything that happened with the Saints last year as, you know, sort of an up-and-coming potential franchise quarterback. He got signed to the Panthers, who is McCaffrey, I think, have a shot to have a really good offense, and I think he got into a very good situation where he'll fit well, and I think that we can expect good things from the Panthers this year. Mm-hmm.
0: Real quick, do the Cardinals win the division? No. <laughs> no, I think they make the
1: playoffs though. I think they make the playoffs. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, okay.
4: So, so uh, who's it's interesting... out? Oh, go ahead, Lucas. Sorry, who's
1: out? I, I, I think you have three NFC West teams in the playoffs next year. Whoa. Oh, okay. Hot take. Okay. And
2: it's
3: not the
0: Rams. Shoot. <laughs> yeah, not the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean,
3: I, I could see them finishing first, and I could see the Seahawks or the Niners
4: missing but hmm. i don't know i can see I, the seahawks missing yeah i could too unfortunately so lucas that's interesting that you had the panthers as winners cuz i have them as losers actually mm-hmm. i think i didn't like them that they got rid of cam Newton. and i get that he's coming back off, he's off still of there. an injury well i mean probably going to be getting getting rid of him um, <clears throat> i and they got so luke Kuechly is obviously not going to be coming back cuz he retired um greg olson reportedly not coming back either um, and um, so I just don't really think that's a very I don't know, I feel like some of their core is gone now A lot of their core is gone um, In terms of Oh, another loser I had Was the uh, Las Vegas Raiders um, they, their, One of their big signings was Marcus Mariota uh, Who I guess they're hoping to push Derek Carr Or I don't know if he's supposed to take his place I don't know, I think that's a peculiar move for them Especially when they were like flooded of getting Brady and all that stuff. So I think it's kind of weird. Winners, um, yeah, I was going to say the Cardinals and Patriots as well, but my big winner is going to be the Tennessee Titans. They get Derrick Henry on a franchise tag, signed Ryan Tannehill to a multi-year deal, and they got Vic Beasley, who I haven't admittedly followed his NFL career very much, but he was a beast uh, when he was in college. So, um, (laughs) yeah. So I'm assuming he's he's probably pretty good in the NFL, but um, yeah yeah any other names that people want to throw out
1: um speaking of cam newton he responded to his post today and people criticizing the way he types by changing his instagram bio to i'm not changing the way i type get over it you post your way i post mine (laughs) in in, like the
3: lettering he did so uh, so he's a loser um I just wanted to add Kirk Cousins is a loser, in my opinion. Um, granted, he got, a, he got a two-year extension, I think it was two years, so that's a W in a way, but the moment he got the extension, Stephon Diggs was like, nah, and then he got traded. Uh, so that's a blow to Kirk's self-esteem, I would think, and then also he just lost one of the best receivers <laughs> in the NFL. Um, so the offense is just actually going to be worse next year. So that was my my one observation of the Vikings free agency so far. <laughs>
1: I don't know. I was reading somewhere that they got that other first-round pick. It's a deep wide receiver class. You could get somebody who's equivalent or slightly worse than Dick Digs at, um, at a on a rookie contract. So
3: yeah, I, I guess know. if you're op- optimistically, yeah,
0: it's, it's you get possible. like a Justin Jefferson at that point. <clears throat> so I want to throw out a couple of names, just signings, real quick. So Drew Brees is back on a two-year deal for worth fifty million dollars. Um, Amari Cooper did get a five-year, hundred-million-dollar deal. And by the way, Jared, I couldn't help but notice you didn't have Dak Prescott as a winner today. <laughs> <laughs>
4: what did did he sign? He, no, no, he, he was, didn't. No, he's a loser. Yeah, he was. He's been a loser. <laughs> 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 did, Ryan did Tannehill got a deal.
0: Yeah, he got he got franchise tagged. Oh. Um, <clears throat> of course, there was a big trade between the Cardinals and all that. And then the really big one was <clears throat> Tom Brady went to the Buccaneers today. So that's kind of all the, the big stuff, at least the stuff that matters so far. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's,
1: the Tom Brady thing is still so weird to me. Like to see yeah. him play for another team is weird enough. And then for that team to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers <laughs> is like even stranger of an idea. This is going
0: to just... be like the, the Michael Jordan, Washington Wizards kind of thing. <laughs> I don't think this is really going to be like a huge part of his resume. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think they're going to be very good next year. Like I
1: like previously stated, I think at this point in his career, I think the coaching was what kept the Patriots in it more so than Tom Brady's individual play.
4: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> thank you guys for your thoughts. We're all surprised that we had so much to talk about today. Um, if you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, give us a follow at you Thought Media on Twitter. We have some polls every once in a while. We have one going right now and some fun stuff. Let us know what you think of the show and tune in next Wednesday for the next episode if we still have sports to talk about, which we will. So next Wednesday. Thanks, guys.